Episode 2, Saturday Night Smoke Show, y'all. We made it. We're going to get into what happened with last week's episode. But until then, uh, fuck, you know, you know where to find everything. Saturday Night Smoke Show on all the audio apps. It's Satan's foreskin everywhere else. Who gives a shit, right? Listen, Austin Zentner was a really fun time to have in twice. You'll hear about that. And, uh, yeah, hit him up on TikTok. I don't know what the TikTok is, but you could probably find it. Uh, yeah, if you want to like, subscribe, review, whatever the fuck. I, to be honest, I don't really care. But, uh... Yeah, this is a really fun one, and I don't know why these world-class athletes keep entertaining my bullshit, but I'm really appreciative of it. So, enjoy. Tell Austin he's cute. This podcast is brought to you by Heavenly Eds. My friend Ed, he's a very nice guy, okay? And he's just trying to help you get through the holidays and curb your sugar addiction. With what? Sugar. He's got the best treats, all right? You can hit up heavenlyeds at gmail.com or heavenlyeds on Snapchat. Get your fucking treat on with Heavenly Eds. Austin Zentner. Hello. How you doing, bud? Phenomenal. Thanks for having me back after the disaster of the first time. <laughs> Are you going to talk about that? Um, I don't know how much I can really say, but yeah. Um, I said a whole lot of nice things that wound up not being as true as they should have <laughs> about a about a former employer, so, <laughs> you know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so? that's okay. I was I was dealing with a concussion that mm. I can't really talk about yet. Fair. I mean, more editing experience, right? No, no, no. Oh. It's already a headache. Fuck that. Oh. Is the headache having to do with your concussion? Yeah. Uh, of course. <clears throat> but... <clears throat> It's healing up. I didn't take the time I was supposed to. You never do. I don't think anybody does. They were like, hey, take two weeks off. I'm like, I need that vacation pay to pay that stuff. Yeah, true. To do with that. My dad's currently recovering from a neck surgery, and he just... I mean, I think old guy recovery is kind of just keep living life, smoke your darts, yeah. you don't drink really your whiskey. Recover. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of stay fucked up. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait till I'm old and stubborn enough that when my body is hurting, I just tell my body it doesn't hurt and keep living, you know? Yeah, or you just accept the pain. Yeah. Like, this is how life is now. And that's yeah. kind of how I was with this concussion. I was like, I'm slightly dumber. I'm slightly slower now. That's just... But you know what? What 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 do they say? Improvise, adapt, overcome. Is that what they say? I think so. I've never heard anybody say that. Oh. But I swear right. they do. Okay. I'll say that now instead of live, laugh, love. <laughs> That'd be a better thing to have on a big billboard. Do you ever walk into someone's house and like, like they're a completely reasonable person from your knowledge of them and you walk in their house and you see their decor choices or like their, their like their coffee cups and you're just like, wow, I have no desire to be your friend anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's people when they see my array of, of cat themed coffee cups. Probably. If I, if I saw... Your fucking coffee cups, I would, uh, I'd probably be like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. I've got a whole bunch of cat themed ones. I have check me out. Um, my favorite person is my cat. I have a number one dad one, which isn't really cat related, but the cat got it for me for Christmas. Uh, so a smart cat. 
Yeah. A lot smarter than my cat. It's ironic that he can read. Yeah, he's blind. he's blind. But, you know what, that's just the way he goes. I think we got to refresh this here. I think we do. I think we can. Yep. Need more shit in there. Otherwise, this is do you want to just monologue while I do this? Yeah. Okay. Hit that monologue. <laughs> um... So this this is really fun. Uh, obviously, if Talk you're about the show's sponsor, no, 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 that'll be after. We'll record that after. <laughs> okay. That'll be its own separate thing. Obviously, if you're watching this and you heard me promise last episode that this would be every two weeks, and now you're seeing this and it's a month after episode one, well, that's because Austin Sorry. was supposed to be the last one, and that we had to completely scrap it after it was recorded while mm-hmm. I was dealing with a concussion. Mm-hmm. So that puts us exactly where we am, where we are. Where we am. I'm already fucking up the English language, apparently. Yeah, and uh, yeah, here we are. So hopefully it'll be every two weeks after this. I already am trying to line up a couple of more people that I have been on my list of people that I really wanted to have in this office. So I hope it works out. Time is a man-made construct anyway, so. If yeah, it's, but if it's, it's not two weeks, don't worry about it. I like that construct. I like it a lot. I think this does need to be just a little bit hotter to get where we need it to be. <clears throat> Speaking of, I'll talk about this vape for a sec. Okay. The volcano wannabe. Yeah, I don't know if we should use that word. <laughs> the competitor. Uh, this is um this is an Airizer Extreme Q. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's fantastic. It costs less than a quarter of the price of the the competition. Starts with a V. Yeah. Yeah. Starts with a V. Most people are familiar with like the big rocks that shoot lava. Yep. Yeah. What we used on the last Fuck one. Fuck that brand. Not really, actually. It seems phenomenal, but it is. It is. It's, but I'm, I'm sure broke. You get what you pay for. I'm very broke. And I can pay for this. <laughs> no, it is nice. I really I want to try the bag after this. The bag is is I prefer the bag. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so tell me, sir, the fuck made you get into cheater lifting? That's well, what, that's what I like to call it. As much as I love it and want to do it one day, it's cheater lifting in the back of my head. So single ply. Yeah. Equip powerlifting. <laughs> what made me want to get into equipped as opposed to like normal competition? Yeah. Well, um, just like being at meets and seeing guys compete single ply kind of made me realize that there's a, a differential. There's, there's a big a big difference between a dude going to the gym and doing three sets of 10 squats and a dude going to the gym and suiting up and going for three openers, even, in single ply. Like, if you're... I mean, even three moderate singles in single ply takes so much out of you. It's just... It's like such a more intense sport. And that really appealed to me. Like, I, I would say it's like... I would put it... I mean, flag football is cool, right? But if you can play tackle... Play tackle, because it's way more fun. Just like, I, I mean, single ply is stupid. Nobody should ever, I mean, equipped powerlifting is, it hurts so much. Yeah. It's just a dumb concept, but 
it's so fun. It's it looks fun. so much more hardcore and extreme and you know, bleeding knees in the middle of a meet is is nobody wants that, but it looks I mean what but it's doesn't so look cool. awesome. Yeah, what doesn't look cool about blood? Nothing. Everything looks cool about blood. Pretty walking much. Walking around with, like, I would rather have bad deadlift form and bloody shins than, like, a world record deadlift. And well, that's shins. just goofy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's, that's just me shit-talking. What's, what's the appeal in single-ply for you? <clears throat> that I tried it once, and now I want a half-decent total in that before I move on to other shit. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I came I came at this through strongman, right? Uh, Which is already like a single ply is no equipment is no uh, new thing for strongman. Yeah, I mean, I've never tried equipment, but I got into this just like solely focusing on like carries, overhead press, and deadlifts, and eventually I was just like my overhead press isn't moving anywhere, and I never learned how to bench, so I should probably like change it up. And then I was like, oh, benching's fun as shit. Yeah. And I could do that every day if I wanted to. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, like, squatting and deadlifting, I can do a couple of times a week if I'm lucky. Right. But, <clears throat> I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I, I'm i definitely going to do single ply. Well, just, just let me know when, because I'll come and wrap your knees. I don't know if I have any gear that would fit you. Oh, I'm so far off from that. I mean, all, all the big, like, all of my gears are really tight on me. So it'd probably be quite tight on you, but you calling me fat? Calling you thick with a couple of C's. They're like, oh, the couple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Single ply is cool. It's um, it's just a different animal. I mean, it's it, you, you can't really train single ply on your own. So the the team aspect of it is huge for me. When when Saskatoon strength training was a thing, and we had those 13 people that were just crushing it in our little private space. Yeah. That was the funnest times I've ever had lifting weights. You um, know, that team aspect is probably the thing that I don't want to do. Like, that's yeah. the thing that I'm least looking forward to just because I'm already, like, so bad at asking for help. Yeah, I mean, single ply will change that, though. I mean, you'll need to... There's, there isn't an option. Either you ask for help or you die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get really down the rabbit hole in therapy and change that before I get to single ply at the rate I'm lifting. Because if I can... I mean, I competed like two years ago. It's been nothing but downhill ever since. Fair, man. Granted, yeah. like, right after that, I came off medication that, like, kept me really consistent. That's fair, man. 2020 has been the first year where I haven't competed since... 2016, April of 2016. Wow. So f- you don't compete every year for five years. That's probably a lot of people are like really into competing probably a few times a year and then just nothing. Unless you're in Strongman, apparently those fucking competitions are popping off. Fucking whatever Jackie or uh, Aaron, Jackie's husband, Aaron, just went to. Like, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? I, I don't follow Strongman at all, so I don't know, unfortunately. I think it was in Winnipeg. Oh. Was it but, Static Monsters? No, no, no. That's, that's what I was going to say, though. Was, like, Static Monsters was 
was right before that. Right. And I'm not really <clears throat> sure. I mean, obviously they're doing something right if they can keep competitions going, but right. it's just hilarious that all the powerlifting federations are like, we'll see you next year, folks. Are you a sports guy? Do you follow team any sports? sports? Fuck yeah. no. Okay. I fucking I can't Me neither. stand team sports. Me neither. I think they're dumb. But how wild is it that there's no crowds right now? Like I was watching, I was watching a video of it was some MMA fight, and there was no crowd at all. So it was just like dead audio, and then you just hear like dudes beating the heck out of other dudes. I I really liked when they first brought baseball back. <laughs> they had no the cutouts. No, not the. They had uh, people would just like hit a shitty fly ball, and you would. Hear them, you would hear the batter. Fuck! Yeah, you would hear the batter on mic like cursing. And it took them like a week or two to kind of get ahead of it when they were playing it on TV. But man, that was the funniest thing. I've never liked baseball more than I did when there was no crowds and they didn't know how to catch them swearing when they shit hitty balls. I love baseball. I think of all the shitty team sports that exist, baseball would be my preference to play. Really? If I had to pick one to actually be good at, yeah. I would want to do tennis, man. Really? Yeah, that seems that seems like the funnest one. Probably. I mean, I guess half the time it's not even a team sport, the, so maybe that doesn't count. The only reason that baseball appeals to me is because it's long bouts of nothing followed by like brief physical activity. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like if I was going to do a sport, I'd want it to be just lots of activity, game like, you know, 30 minutes and then you're done. I mean, I would, I would just hate that. Is. I played badminton in high school. Really? And yeah, yeah, and I think badminton is underrated. I love badminton. It's actually, so, I mean, I know you feel like laughing at me right now, but badminton is so fun. I do. I've, um, I'm gonna need to. That's gonna need to be refreshed in oh, a second. Okay. You might get a bit out of it, but I just turned the ele- the element off. So. What are your thoughts on the Airizer Extreme Q? I like this. I, it's nice, it's, hey? Yeah. I mean, I don't... It's a little... It's light. It's really light. Yeah. I like that about it. I don't... That... What a heavy fucking smoke that I'm choking on. I just want to breathe it like air, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a large All part the of the... I mean, not a large part, but the entire reason I bought this is like... I found that after smoking bongs several times on the daily for the last like four years my lungs are just it's like a marked difference i tried doing cardio at the gym and it was like oh my god like quarantine and bong rips have really wrecked my lungs yeah that's one of those things i feel like i want to work on too and i'll I'll probably just go to like shitty disposable vapes that i don't like um what are your thoughts on uh on cardio at the gym are you a cardio no guy uh, no. I, lo- I like it. I like certain things, though. Like, I can do... I, I'll probably never set foot on a fucking treadmill. You know? I yeah. just... I can't stand just standing there moving my legs. Are you more of a boot camp type guy than doing, like... No, like, my cardio... I tried... I actually really... Right before the gyms opened back up, I started running. Okay. And I just started with, like, a kilometer and a half the first day. And I just yeah. went every Just, like, day. outside? Yeah, I'd, I'd just drive down to the river. Oh, yeah. And right. I'd always start at the bottom of uh, Victoria Bridge. Yeah. So I remember Rise had released that uh, that challenge during quarantine of, like, 
run a certain amount of kilometers from there and back and then do the stairs like 20 times or whatever. So yeah, I, I paid like, zero attention to any of those things. Sorry, yeah, so, sorry Rice. Sorry, Brandon and Jarek. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, so I took that and I was just like, I'm going to do this really light because I haven't done any, I didn't do any physical activity during quarantine. Right, same. Like pulling my car once because <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to get something in. Right. But <clears throat> that was too hard to do by myself. So I was like, I'll run and I'll do this weird challenge, but I'll start way lower. So I did like, you know, a kilometer and some run. Just went as far as I could one direction. And when I like couldn't fucking breathe anymore, I just turned around and like ran back. And I just kept doing that. And I would, you know, do the stairs after. And I started was just like going up and down those five times. And then it got to the point where I was running. Like I did that every day for about two weeks straight. And... It got to the point where I was at like six, seven kilometers running and then like doing those sets of stairs like 40 times. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can actually kind of do cardio. Yeah. That's the impressive. Thing were, yeah. That's admirable. And then my foot started to fucking kill me because oh. I was running in like eight year old Converse All-Stars that had yeah. a hole in one of them. Oh. Eventually, the, I think I put this on like snapchat or something once but the entire like toe ripped off the bottom yeah i think i saw that yeah that was my running every day more than the last day for two weeks straight I... then i stopped running <laughs> <laughs> and then like a month later the gyms opened back up and i just discovered that fucking kettlebell clean presses are like the easiest cardio Oh, is that, do you just do like a set of like 30 of them or what i'll just no just do them for time i'll do them for fucking Either like two minute rounds with uh, like a light one for a minute and a half and then like a really heavy one for 30 seconds or I'll just do them for like 20 minutes straight on a lightweight. I just recently added kettlebell snatches in into my programming. How's it work? What's that? How's it working? Yeah. I don't know. I really... did, did you just do them for like cardio? Like, is that all they're in there for, or um, going a little bit heavier and actually kind of practicing something? No, like, I'm actually practicing them oh, as, okay. a, as a movement. Um, I Before I lost weight, I was, I pressed the 40, I think it's a 43 kilo bell I snatched. So whatever that is, like 90 pounds. Is that the orange? I can't tell, I'm colorblind as shit. Oh, that's right, you are. Um... But yeah, you just kind of set yourself up and just like a snatch, launch it up over your head. And the the hard part is making sure that you catch it without the bell like slamming into your into yeah. your arm. But I can I can do. I'm confident I could do half my body weight if I. That's pretty good. With with my right arm, but I don't think I'd come anywhere close with my left. Because really? I yeah, because I I chicken wing it every time. Like as I as I'm trying to get under the bell, I always wind up going wide, and I don't know why that is. Yeah, that makes sense. This, I think the best... side note: this thing is hot as hell. We should have brought the other ones <laughs> so that we could just swap them on the fly. Whoops. No, the, I mean those kettlebells are serious shit. Yeah, Russians use them, man. Of course they're serious shit. Like, I think the biggest one I put up was like the eighty something pound, and that was like a serious fucking jerk to get it up and i just i think the only time i did that was just to like hold it up there and fucking do waiters walks i was still like wanting to do strongman what's your all-time favorite exercise in the gym 
That's a good question. Honestly, probably bench. Yeah? Yeah, I just I just like it. Man, that is fine. I can do it endlessly. Of all of the people on the planet that I wouldn't expect to say benching, (laughs) you're number one. Why? What what was your guess? My guess was going to be something weird, like Romanian block pulls or just some like weird niche movement that you found. You're like, damn, I'm really good at these and I like them. No, I like simplicity. Fair enough, man. I can't argue with that. Like, I'm literally just doing fucking 10 by 10s on bench. Eight by eights on squat and six by sixes on deadlift, and that's pretty much my entire day of training when I go at this point. I mean, that sounds like a good program to me. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna do those until the fucking sun goes down or I hurt myself again. Fair man. But whatever. If I hurt myself, I hurt myself. Injuries suck, man. What's the what's the worst training injury you've ever had? I mean, I remember uh, I just, like, straight up pulled something in my back, you know, like, mid-deadlift, and then just, like, finished the lift anyways, because I didn't want to puss out. Classic. Yeah, and then, like, literally had to drop to my knees, because it was just the fucking nerve pain there was so intense. That's the worst you've ever done. You do actual heavy shit, you probably, like, torn stuff, haven't you? I've never torn anything, but my left elbow is just destroyed. Is it? What triggers it? Um, pretty much anything. Like, the, the, the big... I was always too tight. Like, I, I carried too much tension. My shoulders were rolled forward. So when I'd get under the bar to squat, and I'd be doing, like... Generally, anything over about 500 pounds is where it would really hurt. Because I'd get under the bar, but being that everything was so tight, I couldn't open my open my chest up and pull my shoulders down and get the bar truly sitting across my shoulders. Yeah. So a lot of that weight was held in my hands and it just kind of pushed my wrist back all the time. So my wrist was like that, which put a lot of stress on the tendons. Um, okay. And essentially it just, it's, it's like golfer's elbow and tennis elbow together on this side and then tennis elbow on this side. That, that sucks. So it's like the inside and outside tendon are both fucky. And that's been bothering me for about three years. I'm currently, uh, this is month 19 of the eight-month wait list to get uh, injections in my elbows. But Jesus. Yeah, but I guess the pandemic happened and they they forgot that they need to give me injections in my elbows. They just doubled the wait list probably. I guess. Yeah, they're supposed to give me some kind of a... <clears throat> I can't remember the fancy name for it, but they shoot an irritant into your... Um, into your tendons, yeah, uh, or into your into your joint, and then your body just essentially realizes it's fucked up and and makes extra plasma and white blood cells and tries to fix it. It sounds like voodoo, but apparently it works. That's fun. So okay, you asked me a question last time you were here that I think is just fun to bring back up. What is the first, second, and third car you buy if you won the lottery? Oh, first, second, and third car I buy if I won the lottery. Yeah, or build. If that's what you're into. Right. First is going to be a Mercedes E-Series wagon. E63 AMG wagon. Those are nice. Or maybe E43. Whatever one is the 700 horsepower one. 
because yeah. those are just like because that's something that you can daily drive every day and it'll never get a second look except from someone who knows what it is yeah because most people just think like oh whatever a station wagon I guess there, it's a Mercedes that's kind of cool yeah and there's some shit you can do to those t- too like I know I saw Tom Segura talking about on his YouTube channel he has one of those and he got like literally a performance chip that he dynoed and it was like a hundred more horsepower or something there's to the wheels they're dumb cool um I think second car I'd buy would be something can I buy a bike yeah is yeah, bikes allowed yeah hell yeah it's probably more of a vehicle than some of what I would do <laughs> I'd probably get uh like a brand new Yamaha F said 07 or 09 I don't know, one of those two. The 09 might be a bit too much. I might just kill myself. Yeah. Oh, or a Ducati Monster. Probably Ducati Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Monster 696 or 898 or whatever they're on now. God, I know nothing about bikes. Yeah, that's, you don't have to. They're dope. I want to, though. Hey, what? Hey, 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 Jamie! Bring up uh, photos of Ducati Monsters! Did you, I see you still haven't gotten the assistant yet. Yeah, no, no, we're, we, we don't have an assistant. <sighs> Say what you like. This is anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> iHeartRadio.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, we're not sponsored. I swear. No, we're not. Well, sorta. We'll get a little bit. It's a light sponsor. It's a sponsorship light. But there we go. That'll, um, be, that'll be at the top. So who cares? What's number three then? Something stupid, and this is something that I've wanted for a long time. I want to get a police Tahoe. Um, with a six liter motor, yeah, and then pro charge it. Okay. So that, it, just just to troll, just to be a troll. I really like the Tahoes. And what year? What year did they fucking drive those? So it wasn't for very long, was it? Um, they don't still buy the cops. Yeah. The RCMP still runs them, and then I think PA's police have a bunch of them. Oh, really? And they're super and they're super popular in the states too. Oh, okay. uh, either either that or an Escalade because they're the same platform. That'd be sick. And an Escalade would just be more baller, but I do want something lower key than an Escalade. That makes sense. See, if I won the lottery right now, I'd probably I'd probably get something kind of fey. Like, just to start with, just the day of, you know, go get, like, a Gladiator or, like, a brand new Wrangler. But, I mean, I everything that I want for cars is stuff that I would want to build with zero knowledge of it. As, I mean, other than souping up the hearse, uh, a first-gen Durango. We had one that parked down the street from us forever. Like, black with the white racing stripes, just yeah. big fucking 35-inch wheels. Oh, it was beautiful, and I was like, that would be so nice with, like, a fucking modern 5.7 Hemi in it. Don't go for the 5.7, go for the 6.4. Really? Yeah. The the 5.7 is fine, but they can't take as much boost, and if you're doing that, I'm assuming you want to put a supercharger or turbos on it. Well, not necessarily, because that would just be, like, a really good winter vehicle. So it'd be fine to have a little bit less. Yeah, but it'd be more fine to have a little bit more. I mean, I guess so. I mean, whatever. It's still just a modern engine because, I mean, as good as those, whatever they called them, the Magnums that the, that the first-gen Durangos had, like, they were all right, but they're still nothing compared to the 5.7 Hemis now. But, yeah, that would probably be first on my list because it would be the easiest, but I really like the Magnums with the 
Hellcat front end swaps. I've always fucking wanted one of those. So that would be second. And then the third and hardest would be getting a K truck. Like a, mm. like the tiny little yeah, like the Japanese Honda. things. And that... making and like refabbing a bunch of the rear end and engine and transmission so that it's a true six by six. Oh word. Because they made Honda Acta or Honda Acti crawlers that were a triple axle, but the back axle was just along for the ride. It didn't actually drive it. So and I wanna yeah. I wanna build one that's actually like a six wheel drive. Epic. I don't know. I wish I could just build show cars for a living. Because I've got some wacky ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, man. What do you what do you think? People always talk about how they were born in the wrong generation. Like, what what decade is your favorite as far as vehicles go? Or or I guess as, as far, far as, as like style goes in general. Not just for cars, but on everything. I think 50s, 60s, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, 70s was a little bit of a step down. Yeah. 80s, 90s got kind of weird. 2000, like 2000 to 2010, uh, basically like that center chunk of when the LS existed, was probably one of the better looking eras in, in recent times. The 90s had some okay stuff. But I don't know, like there's not there's not a whole lot of stuff out now that if I won the lottery I'd be like, I need that in my life. Right. Right? Like there's some there's some cool stuff that would be super functional, but nothing I'm not yeah. di- you know, I'm not dying to get my hands on like a brand new RAM or a fucking you right. know hell yeah. or something. I, I feel like pretty much every production car that comes off the line today i just kind of look at it and i think okay yeah like even the like brand new shelby's and and the new the c8 corvette i'm like i mean yeah that's cool but yeah like i don't know it doesn't do it for me the most noteworthy things like right now are the fucking dumb shit everybody's like oh look at that hummer that ev that they're coming out or that they have a picture of yeah and it's like I'd want one of those because it's dumb looking. <laughs> you know? I You know what? I actually really like the new quarter ton series, the new Colorado and Ranger. Actually, I remember seeing pictures of that and being like, that's kind of cool. I think they it's look kind pretty of a cool. nice design. And, they're, and like 90% of people who want a truck don't need even a half ton truck. So Yeah. That's, and, why, that's why I like the fucking Gladiator. Because it's just small for like a truck. Everybody says it's a Jeep with a truck bed. I, I see it as a Dakota with a Jeep skin. Except it's built on the same frame and is therefore literally a Jeep with a truck bed. Yeah, that's true. But you make a very fair point. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a second and give a shout out here to Sean at herbvapes.ca for this thing because this is fantastic. He's just getting started. It was by far the best price on the internet for this vape. It was probably fifteen percent less expensive than the next nearest place. Um, description was fantastic. Website was great. Sean was awesome to deal with. Herbvapes.ca. Herbvapes.ca? Yeah. Highly recommend. <clears throat> yeah. I might need to get one of these. It's nice, hey? Like, I, I like vaping. I like that 
I like the feeling of vaped weed better than smoked weed. But I still like edibles more. Edibles are pretty sick. So they're like... Yeah, they're scary sometimes. I mean, I've been taking the... the you know, the stuff from the sponsor. And uh, I started with like just one candy. And now I'm down to like a half of one. Because I get... The one night I still had a headache. I don't know. I lost my glasses recently, so that at the same time as the concussion has just been fucking ridiculous. But... (coughs) But, uh... I had an edible, and it... I was getting tired, but I had a headache, so I took an Advil and... or a Tylenol or something, and holy crap, I just had exploding head syndrome until, like, 3 a.m. Oh, shit. And I was like, this is a bad combination. I mean, it, I managed to get to sleep eventually once it all calmed down, but it was a full candy and like a Tylenol extra strength, I think. Yeah, the last time I took those edibles was last night, and I had four cookies and a, a dozen bag That's, of the gummies. I saw that. I remember that on fucking Snapchat. That's so much fucking weed. Like, that's so much weed. Yeah. How many milligrams are those cookies? I forget. Uh, 75 each. Holy fuck. So I would be in fucking outer space. So that's what? Four cookies at 75 is 300 plus 240 for the gummies. 540? Yeah, that's like a pretty... That's a pretty decent dose. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty the, decent oh, dose. Oh, uh, do you want your... No, you're good with that, actually. That's fine. Um, Yeah, for the... In regards to COVID, we have two separate mouthpieces going on here, so... Nobody's, we're being safe, don't worry. Nobody's getting COVID, we swear. Just because we're not wearing masks doesn't mean we're not... Neither of us are going to get the fake pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Would you, uh... Are you going to take the vaccine right away if they give it to you? Uh, I don't... I wouldn't feel comfortable taking it <laughs> really? with, like... With this... This short of a time period. Of, of long-term tests. Yeah. Like, if in five years COVID-19 is still affecting people and the vaccine... Well, honestly, even, even like, a whole last year of the general populace getting it, I would start to trust it more. But at this point, it's like, like how do you know if it doesn't cause last, lasting side effects that don't start until long down the road? Yeah. Like... It is pretty weird. I'm just going to take it. You know what? If I get an extra arm, I'll just use it to jerk it. Who I'm, cares? Fair. I mean, my concern would be, like, reproductive issues. Like, what... Like, Fucking down with that. But, I mean, it's... Half gonna... the reason I want to do steroids. <laughs> Not what I'm referring to, though. Oh. Like, the vaccine's only been in testing for a few months, right? Yeah. So, what if they inject you with this vaccine, and, you know, then two, three years down the road, you, you, gotta, you, you, you knock a woman up, and you're about to have a child... And you find out that this vaccine has lasting effects in the DNA of your child. I remember there was, um, there was, we went over this in, um, biology class in high school, which I know is like so far removed from relevance today, but, um, it was, it was, um, an injection in the UK that they just gave to a ton of women. I can't remember what the purpose of it was for, but basically they were like, yeah, this injection has zero side effects and we've been testing the results for months and this is our short-term data and it was all very promising and then in the long-term data they found out it made your kids significantly more likely to come um i believe it was to to be born with down syndrome 
Oh really? Yeah, and it's and this isn't like a vaccines cause autism it's thing. It's starting this is a, to sound like it. <laughs> no, this is a different. This is like a separate. It was just a matter of like this vaccine was not put through long term testing and it was approved as being safe. Um, and then shortly there, oh sorry, it was stillbirth. It was causing stillbirths, not born with Down syndrome. Okay. Um, it was approved to, as being safe, and then. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it wound I mean, up killing kids. Doesn't make sense because I'm not a doctor, but you know what I mean. Fucking is anyone really a doctor though? Yeah, doctors. Prove it though. I mean, I think that's what the medical certificate is for. I think that's. Yeah, but I think it's called a doctorate. Yeah, but who decided that? Other doctors. Yeah. So who made them doctors? Other doctors. So do you see the problem? That. People that someone just decided that someone else was a doctor. And all of a sudden they were. I mean, I don't want anybody else deciding what a doctor is. Like a plumber definitely shouldn't. You know what I mean? Why not? Well, you don't think you don't think that someone that's less intelligent is qualified to appoint more intelligent people to be to make the decisions that they're too dumb to make? No, I don't think it's about intelligence. I think he doesn't know what it takes to be a doctor because he's not one. Did you pick a plumber because you know I'm a plumber? No. Wait, you're a plumber? Yeah, I'm a second year apprentice plumber. No, I have a job. Okay. But I'm not plumbing right now. I have my pl- my second year plumber, though. I'm not saying plumbers are dumb. I'm saying they're not doctors. I mean, I could pick on anybody else. What are you going to do when I get my doctorate of chiropractic and then I'm literally a plumber and a doctor? I'm definitely not calling Things you. can be other things. <laughs> Fucking chiropractics is so silly. Is it? Some of them are. I mean, I've definitely... I agree. I've definitely had chiropractors that were like, I will, like, cure your mind with this. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And then I've had other ones that are like, I also do physio, and those two together work well. That's my that's my chiropractor. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. are good. <clears throat> yeah, that chiropractor, um, the guy that I go to is fantastic, so kind of made me want to do that. Am I allowed to talk about school? And how much I fucking hate group projects. Yeah. Oh, man. I fucking hate group projects. That's good because I hate other people. I feel like we have a commonality here. I agree. We do. Um, Yeah. I I recently had this English group project. And uh, on November 4th, the prof sent out an email. And he said, hey, guys, this is your group. There were six of us, including myself. This is the book that you need to cover. Um, this is, uh, I think it's officially spent now, so I'm just gonna, yeah, bring it out there. anything out of that. Um, he's like, this is the book you have to cover. It's due December 4th. If you have any questions, please email me. So I immediately on November 5th, the following morning, emailed the other five members of the group and said, Hey guys, how do you feel about the book we're covering? Great to be working with you. I can't wait to get started on this. I feel like that was a reasonable email to send the day after we get the assignment. We had a month. There was nothing pressing. I wasn't being a dick or anything. Right. Yeah. I didn't get a response from anyone for over three weeks. Oh, that's good. And I'd already done a majority. I basically, I did a skeleton of it and I did a rough copy and had all the slides done. And long story short, out of these, out of the 20 slide long project that we had to prepare, I did 12 of them in their entirety. Um, and I had them done more than a week in advance. And then before I even got a chance to submit it, one of the other members of my group went in and deleted a bunch of my stuff and changed formatting on it. And, I set up Zoom meetings that nobody came to and god it was just like such a kick in the dick and such a such a a slap in the face to know that like I'm putting in effort here and my mark depends on other people to put in similar effort and they're not doing it. I got to say I'm pretty proud of the fact that 
Zoom has become so popular and I've still never touched it. You know what, man? I probably would have never touched it if it weren't for school, but... I've Facebook called one person since this whole thing started. Really? And that's just because they're far away. And we were like, we haven't done this yet. We should try it. Like, I hadn't hadn't video called anybody during the pandemic. I just, every now and then would text people. And I work with all my friends and I live with all my other friends, so... That's fair, man. You're, You're lucky for that. Um, I video call my brother like on a weekly basis. Wow, really? Yeah. He lives in Manitoba and I haven't seen him in forever due to the pandemic. So, yeah, so I call him every fairly often and just chat about bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. My, I think the only other people I talk to is like people at the gym from six feet away and like my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. it. I talk to my mom a lot too. That's good. Shout out to moms. Shout out moms. I can never call my mom though because I'll be like, yo, I should call mom and I'll check my watch and it'll be 7 o'clock and mom's already in bed by 7 p.m. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check my watch. Flex. <laughs> it's not even worth flexing. It's, I just like this watch. That whole outfit's worth flexing though. I feel really underdressed. <laughs> no, I'm just overdressed. I don't know, dude. Probably overdressed for the situation that you're in. but I overdress whenever I can. Because I just love overdressing. Yeah. I mean, I'd always rather be overdressed than underdressed. That makes sense. Because what's what's the worst that could happen? Some yokel goes, "Wow's your shirt got buttons on it." Because <laughs> yeah. I because I look better than you, Jeremy. I used to dress like that all the time, and I had a lot of people give me shit for it. Like this? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think it suits my personality in that. People don't take this seriously, which is good, because people shouldn't take me seriously, because I'm a fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a dick. I'm a dick. You're pretty nice. Were you there when I called out an advice guy at the gym? No. Okay, I'm a dick. Which one was that? What's that? Which one was that? I'm not going to say their name on on the podcast, but advice guy, uh, I don't don't know. He, He had a master's in kinesiology, thought he was king shit, always gave unwanted advice to people. Told Russ that Russ was wrapping his knees wrong, and Russ just asked him if he'd ever worn knee wraps, and he was like, "Well, no." Russ was like, "Have you ever competed in powerlifting?" He's like, "No." So why do you think you could tell me that you know how to wrap my knees? He's like, "Well, I got a, I got a degree in Kim." Russ is like, "Yeah, you gotta have some balls to tell Russ anything." Yeah, yeah, and this he he was a fucking prick. Um, He tried giving me advice on how to do my good mornings. And I just told him to his face to shut the fuck up uh, and said he gave a lot of really fucking dumb advice that nobody wanted to hear, at least of all me. Um, and uh, I don't know. He just got really, really sad. It was, it was satisfying, though. Um, I'll tell you who it is off air. And, okay. And if, you, if you ever worked out at the same I time. I think I have an idea. I think I might have gotten advice from this person once. Oh, yeah? yeah. What do they look like? No, nah, we'll talk about it all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was I was gonna do a strongman comp like way back in the day when I first started going to rise. And mm-hmm. This uh, I think it might be the right person, but or the same person. But uh, this guy told me my deadlift looked like shit, and then uh, yeah, I dropped out of that competition. So I was like, well, if I was. I just look like shit. I bet. I bet. Guess I better take another like two years to fucking figure <laughs> it out, and then I'll compete. Man, it's okay if your lifts look like shit. 
You're still lifting. That's all that matters. Yeah. I thought this weed would go a lot longer, but I, I, we're almost, we've almost gone through all of this. It's okay, we have this still. I shouldn't have given so much to your damn roommate. <laughs> no, it's fine. We got lots. I'm going to fill the bowl a lot less full this time, because I feel like that worked better last time. What else we got? Um, the fuck was Africa like? Not at all what I expected, man. Really? Did you go was, to like a nice part of it or a shitty part of it? You know, I genuinely don't actually know. Did you see elephants or did you see no. Diane Word? <laughs> no. <laughs> I did see Seether. But not in South Africa. Oh, okay. I saw them in Saskatoon, but they're from South Africa. Um, the thing that, I don't know, Africa was weird, because, like, it the whole town just kind of looked like you were walking through, like, downtown Prince Albert. Yeah. Like, there's, like, used condoms and needles everywhere and, and garbage all over, strewn over everything. The cops were walking around with their carbines, like, they didn't, like, here you see cops just have whatever their, their hand on their lap, but... Jesus. Like, with their rifles, and there's fucking, like, the, the cops are driving around in their armored cars, not just, like, an explorer or anything. It was crazy, man. Yeah. Um, One time I seen a cop with a rifle. I was like, oh my god. You know what the first time... I can't imagine them all having those. Dude, the first time was, that was a hell of a culture shock, was in the St. Louis airport. There's a cop walking around with his carbine up, and I was like, but that's just normal. They just walk around airports... Armed with with rifles. That would be terrifying. I know, right? Jesus. Yeah. Um, the thing that shocked me most about Africa is it was cold. Really? It was. I left on October tenth, and I brought a light jacket. And when I stepped off the plane, the weather was exactly the same as it was when I left Canada. That's wild. It was about six degrees Celsius. But the difference was, I was wearing like a. I, I always dress light, like I'm. Like, like I would be comfortable down to, like, two degrees in this. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, you know, whatever. I was just wearing, like, a sweater, a t-shirt and a sweater for most of the week. But pretty much every there, everyone in in the town was, like, wearing a parka. Wow. Like, there were people wearing, like, Canada Goose jackets. It was, I was like, damn, y'all crazy. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Yeah. yeah. I, I expected it to be a lot warmer, though, but I guess the southernmost part of Africa is where it's cold. I mean, that would make sense. Pretty far south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I remember that from social studies. All the people were really nice, though, the people that I talked to. Everyone that I interacted with spoke English, and their English was fantastic. Yeah, and you um, were there for what? Was that Worlds? Yeah. Worlds 2019. 18. Okay. 2018. It's pretty recently still. Yep. What was food like? Really, really good. Um, really? Yeah, they take as much pride in their steak as we do here in Saskatchewan. What Was it like beef steak yep. like it is here? Yeah. Yeah, the, the menus at every restaurant I went to were normal. There was okay. like nothing weird. But I also went primarily to like the, the white people. Well, I went only to the white people places because they straight up told us. They, they like pretty much all of the locals were like, yeah, just... Stay away from the black establishments because being that you guys are um, are from out of country, they may try to take advantage of you. Uh, and I was like, okay, all right. That makes sense. Unfortunate, but that was the warning is the locals were allegedly unscrupulous. But all the locals that I dealt with there were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's fucking sick. So the food all went down great. Yeah. Everybody says they shits themselves when they travel. I avoided really strange. I avoided drinking the water places. I only drank beer because beer was pretty much cheap, like as cheap as water was. Really? Yeah. And they love Canadian beer too. They like Canadian beers imported on the fancy exquisite beer menus. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty pretty dope. But the, the food was awesome. Something I'll say is if you're going to South Africa and you order a steak, if you order it medium, it'll come rare. If you order it rare, it'll be blue rare. So that's my kind of world. Cause I gotta, you know, you got, I think, so I paid 1650 and I got two 14 ounce steaks and a side of fries and salad bar and like four or five beers and that included a pretty big tip which you're not even supposed to tip in Africa yeah you just did it anyways I didn't give a frick man when in Rome do what I do fuckhead yeah when in Rome fuck it who cares yeah what's Rome ever done what have the Romans ever what do they have to their name (laughs) nothing good yeah I know right Catholicism <laughs> and we see where that goes. It's not good. So no bad shits there, really. You got off completely scot free. Well, the food didn't do anything to me, but the weight cut did. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I was, I was competing at one hundred five kilos, and uh, everyone says that flying can call it can like mess with your water retention yeah but it doesn't it, it it's not easy to find any kind of like scientific or even like anecdotal well i flew for this many hours and it caused this percentage of weight retention or or anything like that so i, I just kind of i was i was flying blind so to speak so when i landed in africa as soon as we got to the hotel i went and checked my body weight and i needed to be 105.00 and i was 108.49 so I was heavy, but I'd already been water loading. And I basically ate no carbs the day before I had to weigh in because carbs will cause you to retain water. And I had almost no salt, and salt will also cause you to retain water. And the cut went well. I wound up coming in at 104.79 or 89. Um, so I was like right where I needed to be in the perfect spot, but I couldn't rehydrate fast enough so I tried I drank a bunch of Gatorade and I tried you're supposed to eat like carb dense small foods so I had like a bunch of candy and like a bag of chips and and I was drinking um, Pedialyte and Gatorade this whole time and then <laughs> and then warm ups had just started for first attempt squats and this whole time I felt like I had to deuce but I couldn't yet pretty much as soon as I got my squad suit on it hit me and um, it was one of my I think it was my first warm up in the suit I I wound up having a pretty a a fart that got away on me (laughs) and I immediately grabbed my other pair of of briefs and ran to the change room which was, it's in Africa so the hotel, the layout of the hotel was just trash because like it's like a third world country the way their buildings are built yeah. So the bathroom was up three or four flights of stairs and it was tucked away in a corner and it was like the stall was probably about as wide as this table. Like it was probably not even as wide as my shoulders. Um, and so I was like sitting cramped in there trying to 
finish my duty and change my underwear and <laughs> and get back in time for first attempt squats. And I made it back. I had to skip a warm up, but I took my next warm up, and the exact same fucking thing happened to me the second time. Really? Yes. Exact same. Luckily, I bought like I brought a three pack of underwear, <laughs> so I went and I changed my undies. And I had to I had to dookie again between between squats and bench, but after that I wound up sticking the landing. So nice. It's okay, we made it, but that's not one of my proudest moments. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit! Fucking oh, this is hitting me. You kind of baked? Yeah, a little bit. I think that's good. That's kind of the point of the show. That is the point of the show. You know the point of, no, you know what? The point of the show is to have fun. At the oh. end of the day. Well, I think we're winning. I think we are winning. I'm having a blast. Same. Um, I, I don't have think to anybody say, watching is, but whatever. This room seems a lot bigger this time than it did last time. Really? I'm assuming that's just me. Maybe. I mean, it's definitely the same size. If that's what you're telling me, I'll believe you. It is. I measure. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you mentioned between that point and this point? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fucking. Just going off my notes here. Did you knock somebody's tooth out? Yes. When? Uh, Probably around this time last year. December ish, 2019. Are you going to celebrate, like, the anniversary? Are you going to knock somebody else's tooth out? <laughs> No. Find that guy and take a second tooth out of Oh, him. man, I would. If I ever see that guy in public, I'm going to try to knock as many teeth out as I can. That guy's a douche. Uh, I take that back. I'm not a violent guy, officer. <laughs> yeah, I was bouncing at the time, and this dude... This dude had been hanging out at the bar all night. And we were familiar with him, like, he'd talked to us a couple of times, like, to the bouncing team, and he seemed like a nice enough guy. He, he was probably about 45, um, shorter guy, definitely worked out, like, pretty jacked dude. Um, and he seemed, like, a pretty decent guy, like, I, I had no problem with him until, I, at some point during the night he'd had too many drinks, and at some point not long after he'd started hitting the blow, I think. Um... Uh, that's what did it. Yeah, so he was hanging out on the dance floor when all of a sudden he decided he wanted to start choking this chick. And I, I have no idea why he started choking her. I don't know if he had like tried dancing with her and she didn't want to or anything like that. But Jesus. at some point he just decided to start choking this chick, like both hands on her throat, like like not the fun kind of choking, you know. Um, and... One of the other like so one of the other guys that was on the dance floor was this chick's boyfriend. So he clearly immediately did not have a have a did not enjoy this. So he started a fight with this other guy. So they were scrapping back and forth, and that's kind of when I got involved because um, the chick's boyfriend, we'll call him guy number two. Guy number two threw guy number one into a table, and he knocked the table over. And I was like, oh shit, we got a situation here. So I jumped in between them and tried to separate them. And a after I pulled them apart, one of the other bouncers grabbed guy number two and, and just like picked him up and removed him from the fight yeah Jesus yeah bouncing sounds fucking sketchy yeah didn't didn't somebody run into that place with a fucking shotgun uh SKS but that's that's beside the point my story I haven't talked to but I haven't got to the tooth yet oh okay um so guy number two is now out of the fight 
But at this point, guy number one is really angry. So he turned to me and he started swinging at me. And like normally when you're bouncing, if someone starts a fight, as soon as a bouncer gets involved, that's normally the end of it. Like most people realize, oh shit, I fucked up. Okay. Yeah. I got to go home now. But this guy, presumably due to the blow, was just throwing hands, right? Um, so I, I swept the leg and I, I put him down and I got on top of him and he like threw me off and I was stunned. I was like, damn, how the fuck does this guy this strong? Yeah, I've never been to Africa, I bet. Probably not. What a bitch. Um, anyway, he came back, fists flying again, and I just kind of like ducked him and I swept the leg again and I put him down. He got up the third time. The third time he grabbed a chair and it was like one of those tall bar chairs yeah. and solid wood construction. And he just like came at me with this thing. Um, and the, the dude is a fucking idiot because I did the exact same thing. I just stepped to the left and swept the leg again and I pushed him. But when I pushed him down this time, I didn't just push him in the chest. I pushed on the chair. Yeah. And as he came down, he took the whole ass chair right to his lip. And he just, I don't know if it was just one tooth or I don't know how many teeth he lost, but he immediately just started like gushing blood. And at this point, pretty much the whole bar was aware of this absolute fucking beating that I was laying down on this dude. (laughs) Um, And the other bouncers got involved and they jumped on him. And we had four of us on top of this guy and I was the smallest of the four, like probably had like 700 pounds of dude on top of this guy waiting for the cops to show up. And the whole time he was still bleeding the the whole time that it took for the cops to show up, he didn't stop fighting. Then the cops showed up and they didn't want to come in. They wanted us to escort him to the front door. I was <laughs> like, dude, like we can't like we we have seven hundred pounds of guy on top of this guy and he is still trying to kill us, man. Yeah. That's fucking wild. This is why I don't go to the bar. Even if I was to get back into my old drinking habits, I just do it here. Alone, like a sad person. Cheaper. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. That was a big one. Your turn for a big one. What's that? Your turn for a big one. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a lot. What's your favorite number? I mean, 666, obviously. That's a good one. That's fair. I really wish... We were talking earlier. I really wish I'd gotten that Satanic Army shirt. <laughs> I, man. Shout out to fucking... What's it called? I had the card. This place is just open downtown. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an issue for me. The epic vintage spot. Yo, if you uh, fourth quarter vintage. Fucking some really cool shit. I'm gonna like I said. I'm gonna go try to sell my vintage Timex watch. I I am gonna buy way too much '90s Gucci shit. Do you collect anything or do you just like, is it like a collecting thing or is it just like you see it and you're like, I want it. So I'm gonna buy it. Cause I'm bougie. I, I just, I see it and I'm, I don't see like a nineties a Gucci sweater and think that's my style. I see a nineties Gucci sweater and I think I want that to be my style. And I think I want, I, I see a part of myself that I want to be with that. You know what I mean? You know what, man? That's exactly <laughs> how I felt whenever I saw bow ties in the past. And then <laughs> one day I just thought, fuck it, I'm gonna buy a bow tie. So you I did those now, and I love it. And your style is whatever you make it, man. Yeah, exactly. Right now it's not good. I finally ordered from. Uh, is some assholes real, live forever? No, some real gothy shit. Oh, word. I like and it. I'm I'm super stoked for it to come in. It's like joggers that I've been wanting for two years. But to answer your question, I did just start collecting something, and that's vinyl. 
Cool. I bought. It took me 27 years of being alive to buy my first vinyl record, and it took me two days to buy my second. And what, so, what, what are they? Talk about them. Let's go. Okay, so I have pretty embarrassing music taste. So the more recent one I got was Hypnotize from uh, System of a Down, one of their, of the two that they did right around the same time. It was one of those. And uh, the first one was Billie Eilish. Uh, whatever the fuck her first album was called. I don't... When, when We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go or something. I don't like Billie Eilish's music, but I respect what she's doing. I really like that album, man. I, 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 I respect that. I kind of base it on, like, I'm only going to buy it on vinyl if I've listened to the full album through and enjoyed it more mm. than, like, 10 or 20 times. Yeah. And strangely enough, Billie Eilish's first album is one of those. So I was like, I will absolutely pick this up. And then I ordered two more albums that I really like. The first album I ever got on vinyl was Haste the Day's Attack of the Wolf King. That's a really good first vinyl. That's a really fucking good album. Haste the fucking... I haven't heard that name in years. Right? I got it at their Holy show shit. when they played at uh, Cosmo Senior Center. With Fall City Fall, uh, Sleeping With Sirens, and Strangers. I think it was at that. What year was that? 2011? 10, maybe? I mean, it'd have to be a while ago because, I mean, they've. It was a good show. Um, Fall Cosmo City. Cosmo Senior Center didn't last long. Fall City Fall played a cover of um, <coughs> Rage Against the Machines' uh, Killing in the Name. That sounds really familiar. If, I think that's. That's a that's a moment in music history I'll never forget because it was my first time I was like I was like thirteen or fourteen right yeah so it was my first time ever hearing Killing in the Name yeah and it was performed by Fall City Fall that would be I don't the know original if I was there, the original but... lineup of Fall City Fall yeah oh, <laughs> Mama man there was something special about those guys that made sixteen twenty nine I still that if I can find that on vinyl I will oh, absolutely I will pay a lot of money for that. My um, or what was was that the first one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think they had demos before that, but sixteen twenty nine was the first album that they, like the first like legitimate yeah okay. album they ever released. I think. Yeah, I don't know. What's your if you had to pick one of those shows back in the day? What's like the best one that you've been to? Like of any band, it would have to be. False, or sorry, Haste the Day with Fall City Fall just because I'm such a huge Haste the Day fan. Really? Like, I, I was at the time. I was such a Haste the Day nerd. So that that's my all-time favorite show just because of that. Yeah. But the Fall City Fall Garage show has got to be was, that was the, wild. Most, the most party-rific show yeah. I've ever been to. That was, probably one, that was probably the most punk rock thing I've ever done. Just go to a fucking band that I'd seen like three times already. I got in that show free because I traded root beer for guest list. <laughs> I messaged one of the dudes in Fall City Fall. I was like, yo, bro, I'm broke as shit. Is there a way I can get into your show tonight without without having to pay for it? And he was like, bro, buy me a six-pack of root beer. <laughs> but it had to be A&W. And I was like, my man. That's fucking sick. I don't know. My my favorite would probably be... Uh... I'm going to stir this real quick. Okay. My favorite would probably be fucking... Seemed Doom Cannon open for Life Ruiner okay. at La Relay. That there was something special about that one. Yeah, that was just. I never saw Doom Cannon. Really? Oh yeah. God, Doom Cannon was so fucking good. Yeah. If I could find that first EP that they did on vinyl, I doubt I can. Um, 
if I could, oh, I would pay hundreds of dollars for that. I found a Doom Cannon CD at Value Village a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty sick. I should have bought it. I normally do. Like, I normally... But I don't have a... Like, my car doesn't have a CD player now. Oh. And that's, like, the only time I'd ever listened to CDs was in my car. No, that fucking... That EP they did, Goon, that was so good. Yeah, I never listened it's, to... It's still in my regular rotation. I never listened to any Doom Cannon. I don't know. I, I love Slumlord. That's that same... Slumlord, yeah. Same era. Isn't, aren't there same dudes? I think they shared a vocalist. I think. I that sounds right. I like Slumlord. Slumlord was really good, too. Slumlord was dope, man. Seeing Slumlord play... Um, I think it was at MassFest? They did that at least once, I think. Man, Shout out fantastic. to fucking MassFest. Yeah. Shout out to MassFest. Throwback to MassFest. I don't have the drinking problem to be able to do that all day anymore, but man, I would love to again. MassFest was a party. Yeah. Do you... um? Do you remember the one year where they had two stages and yeah, man, that was a party. That was just nothing but fucking entertainment all day. That was amazing. I, I remember went, that year Pink Gorillas was like the very first band to play and their sound just cut out like in their first song. <laughs> I don't remember that. And no, just like the crowd sang it for them. Cause it was just the people that had showed up for Pink Gorillas at like noon when it started. Man, I think I went like half the day before I realized that there was a second stage, and then I went back there and I was like, "Why is this music so well, much you're angrier?" About the third stage, because there was the main stage. Yeah, I, mean, I don't mean like had... the main and the back. I mean like main and the back and then the ballroom. Yeah, the ball. So the third. Yeah, I remember that. I, I didn't end up in that fucking ballroom for very much of it. I just remember going to the ballroom and being like, "Why is this much music? Why is this music so much angrier than that music?" And yeah. it was like, because I was so young, I I was I was a little metalcore baby, and then I walked in there, and I think I can't remember who the fuck was playing, maybe Jesus Peace or Expire or someone fucking angry. Yeah, yeah, and it was phenomenal. It was amazing. It changed my life straight up. It it actually changed my life because now Expire is one of my favorite bands and I love hardcore. And... Expire is pretty fucking good. I'm glad I got to. I only saw them the one time they came here for their last show. Yep. But that yep. that was a good time. A Expire lot of those. A lot of my favorite shows of those when I went to them, like I love just like showing up and not knowing a single person that was playing. Yeah, and then discovering them, and then yeah. they break up six months later when I finally know their music. <laughs> I went to Mazfest with like a hundred bucks cash, and I didn't buy any merch. I just bought demos and and stuff like that, and I went home broke. Like, wow. Ah, uh, that was the year that Take the Earth Beneath Us was there. Do you remember Take the Earth Beneath Us? Not super well. They were like. They were like Vancouver Melodic Hardcore, I guess. <coughs> Say that again. Vancouver Melodic Hardcore. Melodic. Yeah. Is that how you, you're supposed to say that? Do you say melodic? Yeah. I don't think it... I, I, <coughs> That's... I don't know. Okay. I'm high as balls. Now you got me tripping. <laughs> melodic? I've never melodic? heard that in my life. Melodic. I've never it's heard a melodic. Mel- is it a, it's a melody. Do you... A melody. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I also say Wikipedia. <coughs> you say what? I say Wikipedia. Wiki? Yeah, Wikipedia. That's hilarious. If you look at the word W-I-K-I, it shouldn't be wiki. It should be wiki. 
Yeah. W-I-F-I is Wi-Fi. Why don't you say Wi-Kai? Wi-Kipedia. Do you remember... Do you remember... <laughs> the That one year of MazFest that Dr. Acula came? Yeah. And there were the guys outside just walking around in like all the Dr. Acula gear asking people if they had cocaine. <laughs> well, I don't remember that part of it. Really? But I do remember there were dudes in like... I just remember being incredibly annoyed with every interaction I had with that band or anything having to do with that band that year. Yeah, I didn't even end up staying for them, I don't think. I, I was like, they I don't... close? Yeah. Yeah. They did. I just... I, I left during their set. There was... I can't remember. They just did something really, really cringe and within their first song, and I left. Yeah. Man, what's the most cringe experience you've ever had watching a live music? The most cringe... I don't know. Probably when I Breaking Benjamin uh, opened for Avenged Sevenfold the last time they were here, and I'm just that awful person that's gonna go see Avenged Sevenfold every time they come here. I would too. No regrets. I love, I, I I just want to go see right Bad Country. Was, that's all I need to see. I was just the right age to just. You're always the right age for Avenged Sevenfold. No, but when I found them, I just now I can't get away from it. I just love it, no matter how goofy it is. It's so good. But, uh, yeah, Breaking Benjamin, their whole, everything they played was, like, that cringy. I was like, this is kind of just not good. I think the most cringe experience I've ever had was in 2012 in Edmonton, or 2013 maybe, seeing um, The Devil Wears Prada with The Ghost Inside, Texas in July, and Volumes. And that sounds Texas in July was one of my favorite metalcore bands. The Texas in July is fantastic. Yeah. And the Ghost Inside as well are just amazing. And I remember um, I've seen I've seen those guys a bunch of times. What's his they name? Were, Kurt Kurt Schubach? I have no idea. What the guitarist for Misery Signals was playing uh for the Ghost Inside on tour because one of their guys had a criminal record and couldn't come into the country. Really? Yeah. And um I loved the Ghost Inside. I loved Texas in July. Devil Wears Prada was one of my all-time favorites, but I didn't know who Volumes was. And Volumes was good, though. Man, that's my most cringe experience. Really? Because Volumes came out to play their set, and they have a drummer, a guitarist, and two vocalists. They didn't have a bass player. And so much stuff was, like, so heavily sampled. Like, you could, their guitarist would just be, like, playing their... Like, standing there muting his guitar, and there would still be a solo playing, and be like... And the vocalists, both vocalists, were like nonstop. Get the fuck up! Get off your feet in the tin! Open this fucking pit up! <laughs> and it was at the Starlight Room, and it was like pretty small, and and I I don't know. It was just a really cringe experience because nobody gave a fuck, and they tried so hard. And then Texas in July, who. The line was moving so slow that Texas in July's set was over before there were even like 50 people in the building. Nice. I wasn't even, I listened to Texas in July from outside. Um, <laughs> and there was like, people were more sparked about Texas in July than volumes. Yeah. I can't believe people liked volumes, to be honest. I Maybe that's rude of me to say. I did at the time. I, I heard it now. I feel like I'd be like, yeah, I'll leave this it's, one. I think it's like that same really, really dated same metalcore sound that every band sounded like in 2013. Yeah. Do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. 
The thing is, some of those are still going, and I'm kind of glad they are now, though, because I'm like, oh, sometimes I want some of that, like, 2013 Metalcore, and I'm glad there are just bands that started after that, just copied that sound, and just kept doing it. What are your thoughts on Asking Alexandria? Meh. Yeah. I mean, the only time I listen to them is when I throw on, like, a big Pop Goes Funk playlist, oh, okay. and they're on it for a song or two. How about Attack Attack? No, that was... How about Beartooth? Beartooth? I don't think I've ever heard of that until now. No? I don't think so. Beartooth was... Uh... For a minute, I got really into I Wrestled a Bear once. <laughs> I remember them. I thought, that was, I thought they were so cool. What about I Set My Friends on Fire? I think, other, I think a lot of people around me listen to them, but... What's the... I have a buddy that played bass in I Set My Friends on Fire, actually. Really? Yeah, this dude from... Shout out to Joe Mosey. He was in a band called Currents, and he randomly added me off of a, a Facebook post by Haste the Day. And he was like, hey, bro, if you like Haste the Day, you should check out my band Currents. And I was like, okay. And we've just kind of... Shout out Joe. We've just, like, stayed in contact since then, and he just kind of worked his way up. He's doing good. He was... He went on tour with um, I Set My Friends on Fire, and... Um, I don't know. He seems to be doing pretty well. Like he's fairly successful. He's a great bass player. He's like kept up to date with me from when I was a little fat kid that, you know, he was like one of, he was one of the dudes that was like, yo, congrats on your weight loss, man. And then I like competed at worlds and he messaged me. He was like, whoa, that's fucking crazy, man. It's crazy to see how far you've come. <laughs> that's just fucking sick. Seems like I've never met him, but he seems like just like a genuinely dope dude. Yeah. Did you ever see that band cover? the first like verse of psychosocial in that church on the west side i'm sure i was at that show but i don't remember this oh, was okay. it with hollow between the hills and uh yeah. yeah you didn't see the first band that played they were i i i don't really keep in contact with those two guys but i definitely follow them who uh joey and cat what band was it? I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Because I know Cat. Yeah, he's cool. I like Cat. But, uh. Those were really fun. The fact that we were just, like, in a church playing. Or listening to fucking. The most unchurch worthy shit. True story, dude. Some, but. There are a lot of weird locations like that, like the Rise Garage. Like, that was great about fucking that shit back in the days. Some people just, if you got a bunch of people together, you had, like, everything you needed. Yep. I have pretty much everything needed for a metal show at the farm, so we can... Really? You know, if someone wants to... I don't have good mics, but I have, like, a mixer, I have a PA system, I've got a drum kit. You just bring your, bring your amp. I might still have a bass amp. That's hilarious. I was going, so I was thrift shopping the other day, and I went to, um, I went to all the pawn shops, and I went to Cashopolis and everything, and I was, I would just like, I always do this, I'm the worst for this, I haven't played bass in like three years, and I'll go there, and I'll just like pick up a bass, and I'll just like, you know, just like, <laughs> start jamming away, and people always come up, they'll be like, yeah, bro, you sound pretty good, you should buy that thing, and I'll be like, mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I had the time to play more music, just for fun. What, uh, do you play an instrument? Yeah, I've done a little bit of everything Oh, weird. in that world over the years. That's cool. Like, I started, I think I got into the drums in the 8th grade. 
and uh, <clears throat> and then ninth grade started playing guitar on top of it, and I don't know, tenth or eleventh grade started playing bass. Dope. Yeah, I played bass and drums, but drums are way more fun. But I don't really have any interest in them anymore. I just kind of want to play bass now. I would, I would love to just like have everything at home. And just be proficient enough with it to have fun. Yeah. You know? Because I, I haven't touched yeah. any of those in years now. I, I just want to be good enough and have enough of a knowledge of music theory that I can have someone over and jam with them. Yeah. That would be fun. Right. Like, that's 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 the dream, is that I can just boogie along on bass while someone lays down a beat for me. Yeah. Or even just fuck around with your by yourself on, like, you know, a Sunday morning. You got nothing else to do. I left my drums at home when I moved because it's such a cunt finding a roommate that's cool with drums. Yeah, it is. So, now I'm Electric home. kits are getting fucking cheap as shit, though. Are they? Yeah. Like, how cheap as shit? Like, a good one was like 2800 bucks five years ago. I mean, the good ones have probably... Stayed. Yeah. They, yeah, they probably... Yeah, I shouldn't ask about a good one. That's just stupid of me. But you can get, you can get a usable one for... Bad. I mean, I wish I had a grand to blow. Yeah, I I guess the um I think Evans and Zildjian released heads and cymbals that are quiet. Really? Yeah. That would be fucking sick. I remember like my mom always taking me into Long McQuaid when I had my drum set and being like, "We're gonna find something that makes those like quieter." And like once a month or once every two months, it would be like, "Well, there's this new kind of dampener that you can." And they always suck. Yeah, and they always like did not. Yeah, you have. Your stick feel is dead. Yeah, it's gone. Or the cymbal things—they had these those like fucking rubber condoms for yeah. your cymbals. Horrendous. No, those were awful. I um, had those. But yeah, these are like these Zildjian cymbals are like I don't know what they're made of, but they're basically like a mesh. Like it looks like like a barbecue grill almost. Yeah. Um, and they sound like a cymbal when you hit them, but they're just way quieter. And then the heads are like almost like a trampoline skin, so they okay. feel. Like you're hitting, and like with your snare, if you have a real head on the bottom of your snare, you'll still hear your snap, and it it's just like maybe a third as loud or less. So if you're going really hard, playing really really dynamic, they'll still make a lot of noise, but nice. not, you know, not a third what you'd get out of a real drum kit. See, even I would, what I would love is would be, uh, I've seen I don't know who makes it, but you can basically get like a drum, like a full drum kit just made out of practice pads that are all toned yeah so you get a little yeah, yeah. bit of you get a little bit of uh, noise out of them but like nowhere near enough that it would suck for I mean unless somebody was sitting this far away from you I kind of made one of those ones really I had those look um, sick because I think they like give you what yeah like, like a, a good digital uh, kit would give you for feedback what what this one did what I did is I had like I had a bunch of cheap Evans brand pads that were just Tom they were Tom practice pads yeah so they, they were like pretty dead but I mean a Tom is pretty dead too right so uh, and they just mounted on cymbal hardware yeah so I just took two cymbal trees with uh, um arms coming out <laughs> with arms coming out with these practice pads mounted on them and I just like emulated my kit and then I had my fancy Evans um rubber snare practice pad in front of it yeah and the only thing that i didn't have was um a kick 
uh, but whatever. I just set up like I just like used my pedal and played dynamic. But but yeah, it was still too loud for my parents be, though. Really, that'd be sick. Even just to like feel like you're playing it, as long as you got the pedals and the four whatevers and the three other whatevers, that'd be fun. It would also take so much, like, to get even feasibly good at that again after not doing it for so many years. Yeah. This is good weed. Is it? It tastes nice. There's something... Have you... Do you notice the flavor when you're hitting it out of a vape? No. I, not really. I tend to just... Weed for me really is just, like, numbing out. I realized my therapist was so right. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I totally said she wasn't and she was yeah that's fair man I just genuinely enjoy smoking weed at this point in my life like like in the past weed has been a crush for me where I you know I would finish work and I'd get home and I'm like you know hating my life until I smoke a half gram of dabs and and then I feel whatever you know then yeah. I feel okay I don't hate myself but now it's just kind of like I just, it tastes good. It tastes good. It makes me feel slightly better. It makes my neck hurt less. Why not? Yeah, it makes sense. I want to get back there, but I think that's going to involve going through ch- therapy. <laughs> it said something. Uh, I think that's going to involve going through this fucking therapy and then taking a very long break. To just get back to like smoking it to have fun because right now it's doing a lot of numbing and I'm like this is getting to be an issue but I've done tolerance breaks and as long as I can sleep it's it's fucking it's so easy to just stop smoking weed yeah yeah it is and that's someone someone close to me asked me kind of like accusatorily the other day (laughs) And they were like, can I, they were like, can I ask you a serious question? I was like, yeah, absolutely. And they are like, how many days do you think you could go without weed? And I was like, honestly, like when I run out of weed, I just, I just go however long until I get more weed. Like it's not, I don't miss it when it's gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like when I get busy, I spend a lot of nights just not being here and not smoking any weed. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's like, and I'm fine. But, yeah, to sleep, that's definitely... Because that's when my mind's always fucking started racing. And, yeah. like, weed has literally been the only thing that can kind of just shove past that. Yeah. And, and it just gives your brain a nice warm hug and says, Good night. <laughs> yeah. Good night, sweet prince. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, man, I need that. Did this just become an ASMR podcast? kind of did. I hope not. I fucking hate that shit. Fuck ASMR. Don't do it. It's bad for you. So is weed. Yeah. But it helps. True. Dude, I just kind of wish we were still living in the 50s where it'd be like, oh, well, if you're having medical problems, you just need some cigarettes. 
Here, the prescription for ten, ten cent cigarettes. Yeah, those cigarettes are they cut your leg off. <laughs> those were those were the fucking days. Cigarettes or leeches. Why would you want to even exist in that time? Everything sucked. I don't know, man. I think I think every era sucks, honestly. I mean, yeah, but they get better slowly. Like, we don't just cut people's legs off, you know? Why not? Because we know if they're having fucking issues with their leg, there's other things that you can do now, so I hear, on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I... Just like, I'll back into that again. So I was watching, I was watching gun videos on YouTube because the mechanical functioning of guns is super cool. I, I nerd out about guns the same way I do about watches as I like, I love watching like disassembly videos and seeing like the intricacies and stuff of them because they're so fucking cool. And my YouTube autoplay just loaded up a video of gun fails. And the first one on this video of gun fails was this dude shooting at a lawn tractor packed with explosive. And he shoots the explosive, the lawn tractor blows up, and the blade from this lawnmower flies out and just, like, right below the knee, just cuts this guy's leg off. Jesus Christ. Why is this auto-playing on YouTube? Like, I don't want to... Did you get to see it? Um, Like, the leg? and So... You don't really, you see a whole lot of blood, you see what happens, like you see debris come flying towards the guy and immediately there's blood splatter everywhere and he just starts (laughs) screaming, uh, it blew my leg off, like that blew my leg off or something like that. And then then I was like, I was... First off, Do you I was like, like that ah, shit? remote. No, I hate it. I hate you gore. You hate that shit? I hate gore. You don't want to see this video of a guy dying? No. Oh, okay. I never want to see videos of people dying. Dude, I found one the other day that just... I've been fucking showing it to everybody. No, I don't like seeing that. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Like, most I mean, of the people that I show it to... <laughs> most of the people that I show it to are like, that's fucked. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to like the two people that I was like, do you want to see somebody die? And they're like, of course I do. I guess different strokes. <laughs> yeah. Man, this guy gets fucking liquefied. Oh, I don't want to see it. I straight up do not want to. People sucked into a fucking lathe. Oh, no. God, no. People, like an, people like an old one with obviously no safety features. People should not be liquid. Just fuck it. People are, people are made to exist in solid form. Although, with that said, I do low-key feel like I'm melting. I think that's the weed. I hope it's the weed. Otherwise, I might actually be melting. We've gone through a lot of it in the not very long that we've been doing this. Yeah. I'm fucking barbecued. Again. Again. I'm not that high yet. Um, Of course you're not. Can this, uh, been... can this come closer to me? Not exactly. I gotta work a little bit harder. <laughs> Just talk to me. Give me a monologue. Tell me your soliloquy. Well, I... What's a soliloquy? How about you Google that? 
What'd you do? Uh, what did COVID do to you? Did change any? Did COVID change anything about you? Did you develop any habits? Bring back new ones? I stopped going to the gym. Yeah, everybody kind of did that though. What happened for you? Did like, like right at the beginning of it, I started just, I don't know. Despite not having the gym around, I started to get really confident with myself and started dating, and I wasn't ready for that. And yeah, it's been kind of downhill since then. Fair. Yeah, I didn't get confident with myself, but I did start dating. Just, I guess, I, well, I guess I did get confident with myself. I figured I'd be okay to, to open myself up to the dating world at the same time that I was starting university at the same time that the world was in a pandemic. And I just had a mental breakdown a couple weeks into it and I, I broke up with her. Bummer. I'm sorry if you watch this. I know you hate me now, so you don't, but... Yeah, n- nobody that has ever, like, even come close to dating me is watching this, so I'm fine. Yeah, anyone who's watching this would not want to date me. Yeah, those you, people avoid like, me. It'll be like 20 years in the future, me and my wife and our children, and she'll be like, Oh, what's this video? Oh my god, Austin, is this you as a child? Oh, kids, come look at this video, you're fine. <gasps> no i don't know it was weird like my sex drive went through the roof right around COVID. all right i thought this was a pg podcast no it isn't do you want to talk about about your dick not really oh i'm too modest for that No, it did, it did some weird things, and I think the record-buying phase might be the final one. Because I haven't, like, done any just dangerous, compulsive shopping since this happened, up until right now. You know, you know, I have always had a problem with online shopping since I got my first credit card. So in 2020, I decided not to online shop, and I've been doing really good for that. So this is actually like the first unnecessary thing that I bought. Really? Yeah. And it took me till Black Friday. And it was on Black Friday, a couple days in advance, I started looking these up and they were 238 Yeah. Plus taxes and shipping from most places. And then I found one for like 190 on Black Friday and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. And then I just kept searching and then this one from Herb Vapes came up and I was like, okay, 160 bucks. Yep, absolutely. That is the best Black Friday deal I'm finding. And I bought it. And the next cheapest one that I found was still 20 bucks more plus tax plus shipping, whereas this was all in. So yeah, I just kind of, that was like my only, my online shopping splurge for 2020. I've, I've been really bad with fast food since the pandemic started. Ooh. But yeah, that's, that's a fair one though. Yeah. And I remember like, Man, woof, holy fuck. So, I don't really look at... I got to the point where I really didn't look at, like, how much I was spending. Okay. When I ordered stuff. Yeah. Like, I remember... <clears throat> I was at this girl's house. And I was like, are you... Like, I, I was like, are you hungry? We should order something. Like, I, you know, I just got paid. Because I still have that mentality sometimes. And, uh... She's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, I'm feeling Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a meal. She got a meal. 
Her kid got a meal. I got two appetizers and dessert. And at Denny's? At Denny's. Damn. I'll skip the dishes prices. And got it delivered to her apartment. And, and I mean, literally, I placed the order, was like, all right, sick. It'll be here in like 45 minutes. She's like, how much was that? I was like, I have no idea. She's like, you don't, you just hit purchase. And how much like, was it? Was it like 200 bucks? It was like 80 bucks. 85 bucks. You know what? I did that on Christmas 2019. Really? That's kind of when I decided to stop online shopping. Oh. I spent like, so it wasn't even the amount that I spent. It was that I spent like 75 bucks on McDonald's on Christmas Eve because I was alone and I was just going to get high as balls because I was having such a shit day and a shit life. And then one of my friends decided she was going to come over. So I got enough McDonald's for us both and I ordered it. And they own, they sent less than half of the food with Skip the Dishes. So I called the McDonald's and I bitched. I, I made a complaint to Skip the Dishes. And in their defense, they did refund me for the stuff that was missing from the order. But they didn't refund me for delivery. They didn't cancel the tip that I gave, which I demanded that they cancel the tip. Cause yeah, I that's a weird one when you, when you tip before yeah. anything happens. Well, they do give you an option to tip again after. On Skip, do they? Yeah. On Skip, yeah, it's well. I don't know if they do anymore because I haven't used it at all. But the last time that I used Skip, if you if you do not add a tip in your original order afterwards, in the email that they give you asking you was this all up to your standards? Oh, okay. It does give you an option to go in and tip retroactively, which I, I normally do. Oh, I'll I've normally give zero tip. I normally give zero tip in the apps, but again, I haven't. Last night I tried to get a Seven Eleven corn dog. Yeah. On Skip the Dishes, and apparently I'm out of the Skip service area. That was the first time I've tried to use Skip in probably all year. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I know. And I tried it on Uber Eats, too. Exact same thing. Said I was out of the area. That's really weird. I know, right? How the fuck they expect to make money off me if, if they won't give me my goddamn corn dog? How do you feel about 7-Eleven corn dogs? They're pretty good. I like some of those chicken fingers. Those are really nice, actually. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite garbage food? Oh, man. I mean, I've just had so many. It's been such an issue. Like Doritos. Just the regular red bag Doritos. Like, that's... Those are dangerous. Nothing on them, just sit there and munch? Yeah. Word. I miss gaining weight. Because when I would program my Doritos in to my diet... I'd be like, you get a half a bag, like, word twice a week or something. That's that's a good strategy, and I think I think a lot of people actually should do more stuff like that in their dieting because I don't know how many people I know that go from like eating like a complete sack of shit and they're like, yep, I'm on a diet now. All I eat is carrots and chicken breast without salt, and it's yeah. like, congrats, you're gonna be off that diet in two weeks and you're gonna be just as fat as you were before. Yeah, exactly. Like, that pisses me off so much. So the flexible dieting thing is, is I mean, like on paper, I think that's kind of your best option. It, it There's a lot of people it doesn't work for. Yeah. And then you have to explore other calorie deficit options. But like if you can live like that where 80% of the food that you eat is good, whole high quality food, and then you still treat yourself but stay within your macros so that you don't go fucking crazy. Yeah. Do it. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to be really even about shit right now. Actually, do the numbers instead of just like eyeballing it. And I don't know if it's working, but I'm not really looking in the mirror to see if it's working. I'm like, am I still a food addict? That's when I know if it's working or not. Right. And I'm I'm pretty sure I still am. Or somewhat of something like that. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. I like my Doritos. I like my McDonald's. McDaniels, as Cardi B says. Cardi B says McDaniels? Apparently, yeah. I don't understand or like that. I love it. I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> what do you what do you think of Cardi B? I love Cardi B. Would you take down Cardi B? Would I take down? Would you take down Cardi B? The fuck is that supposed to mean? You know exactly what it means. Don't make it weird. Would you take down Cardi B? I don't know what that means. It means could bang. Go one of two. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> Would you not? No. What? No. Hold up. You're going to look me in the face right now and be like... Dude... If you were anywhere near it, you would say no. You'd be like... Dude, scenario. Scenario, okay? You agree to it. You do your absolute goddamn best. Three days later, Cardi B drops a new single called Something About White Boys. And it's just a fucking diss track about your penis. Like, your life is ruined, man. You're really gonna... You're really gonna take that chance? Yeah. And then ride <laughs> And then ride that wave back up, yeah. <laughs> okay, man. I mean, it's not like you're getting cancelled. It's just Cardi B is like, I don't like the size of your dick. You can fucking roll with that. Alright. I mean, look at fucking, uh... Everybody knows who Bill Clinton's one mistress was because of... Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, because of all the rap songs. That's everyone, everyone... Everybody knows who she is. Everyone knows who Marilyn Monroe is because she was banging Kennedy. Yeah. God, I wish I could be banging Kennedy. So, everybody would know who I am. This would be great for this show if That's Cardi true. B was like, hey, Satan's foreskin has a tiny dick. I'd be like... <laughs> yes, it does! Be like, you're right. And you know what? It gets smaller. But welcome. <laughs> Either way. Welcome. That'd be sick. You wouldn't want Cardi B talking about your dick. Why do you assume she would? I feel like she's got better things to worry about. Because she seems like she's got a lot of shit going on. Because she would become obsessed with me. <laughs> it's just what happens, man. And then when I don't return the affection, she'll diss me. It happened with, well, everyone. Actually, no, that's not. That doesn't normally happen. Women don't look me look at me twice. <laughs> no. That sucks. So I look at you all the time. That's. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> now. I'm fucking barbecued. What's your favorite barbecue food? Barbecue food, steak. Steak. Obviously, steak. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? I mean, like. Barbecue is in, like, the genre of barbecue, so including, like, pulled pork and brisket and stuff like that. 
Is your answer still Probably steak? brisket. I had a brisket for the first time like a month ago. Brisket is my favorite. That shit's pretty good. Brisket is mm, a nice smoked brisket on a, on a bun with like a little bit of homemade spicy aioli and a couple of pickles. I put spicy aioli on fucking everything. Yeah? Dude. Do you make it yourself or do you... No, I just... You, you buy it? Yeah. The Costco has a really good one. Yeah? yeah. Start, start making your own. So good. Should you can, I? You can customize it however you want it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't... I got really into cooking during the core, but uh, I have just fallen out of it so hard lately. I've just always liked cooking, so this has just been like a... Yeah, you make fucking bread, don't you? Uh, I haven't for a while. You were making sourdough for a minute there. I saw a bunch of those. The fuck got you into They're that? They're so good. Quarantine and boredom. Oh, so that's one thing quarantine good did to you. Oh, yeah. I, I honed my skills. I basically, I got to the point, I was so excited about it, I got to the point where I was making sourdough a couple times a week, and I was able to make really, really good sourdough, and I made so many fucking grilled cheeses out of it, and it was amazing. And then I was like, alright, my skill is at the level now where I am confident with it, and I can make sourdough whenever I want. Damn. I and still want I to try one some of your sourdough. Uh, unfortunately, I killed my starter, so it will be at least ten days before I can make more sourdough. That's fine. If I start a starter today. Whenever, well, whenever you do, I'm come grab some, because that sounds lovely. I made... Um pulled pork sourdough sandwiches with like um, pork from my parents and pickles that my mom made and a homemade aioli with like scotch bonnet peppers and it was so good there's like there's very few meals that stick out in my mind because I make so much food but some of them are just like hey remember that one yeah that was a good one you should do that one again yeah that makes sense I don't know. I started eating pasta again. I love pasta. I just was like, you know what? I miss hamburger helper. I'm going to just have it in my life now. You know what? Do you know how Americans pronounce that word? No. They say pasta. What did I say? Pasta. Oh, pasta. Yeah. yeah. You said it like an, with an A, the way it should be pronounced. Because it's an A, not an O or an A-U. Can you imagine if people said nipple pasties? Yeah, that'd nipple, be sick. nipple pasties. Oh, I gotta, I gotta make a quick stop at Shoppers to get some nipple pasties. Wait, they sell pasties at fucking Shoppers? Yes. Really? Yes. I had a date to a wedding, and we had to stop at Shoppers to get nipple pasties, so that so that her so you can see her through the dress. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how I know. <laughs> okay. I miss you. That's what those are fun. That's what those are for. <laughs> I, think, I thought you meant the ones with, like, the ribbons on them or something. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen those at Shoppers. Okay, good. Good. That's something Shoppers probably shouldn't have. I don't know, man. This core's been weird. I'm really excited for it to be over. I still got to talk about Shoppers. What? I feel like Shoppers is kind of... The shitty stepdad's last minute present stop. <laughs> because yeah, kinda. they always have like a really shit Christmas section with like some outdated digital cameras and some video games. A couple of a couple of previous gen console video games. Yeah. That that one 
video game emulator that's clearly a knockoff of of Nintendo, so it has like Super Hadib Brothers and it's like sixty nine ninety nine plug and play. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely was like a good place to go when you wanted a Wii, like right after the Wii U was released. That was kind of I don't know. It always just seemed like a snack place to me. And sometimes they sold some drugs. Yeah, I bought drugs there. Me too. A lot of my fucking... All those years I was on Effexor, I got it from fucking shoppers. Yeah, I normally buy my sleeping pills there. What sleeping pills do you take? Um, well, now I just take diphenhydramine, like, over-the-counter. Oh, okay. Just because it... The side effects suck... But they don't suck as bad as the prescription stuff I've been on. Um, so, I'm still taking it. It makes sense. I mean, if it works, do it. Zopaclone, I found, just made me feel like a zombie. I've never heard of that one. For days on end. It's one of the more popular. Um, and again, I've never fucked with like sleeping, sleeping pills. pills. Yeah. Yeah, Z- Zopaclone or Zopaclone, it just kind of made me feel like a zombie. And then I was also on Amitriptyline, which is also an, am- an antidepressant. Oh, okay. Which Amitriptyline just fried my brain. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I just couldn't focus on anything. I couldn't think. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't stay awake. Yeah, that's what that's what coming off of my last medication made me feel like. Because I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. That is starting the same stuff I was on, but uh, it was like I was so just productive and agreeable when I was on that medication. Like, if you told me to fucking train seven days a week, like, I would. I would just figure it out somehow. That's when I did my first meet. Uh, Or, like, if you said, hey, just work this job for, like, five years and we'll, you know, you could probably get, like there's positions to move up into. I was just like, okay. And I was a fucking robot. Uh, but then coming off of it, I just like could not focus on anything. Yeah. And I came off of it like right when I started at this brand new job for the love of God, I don't want to bleep anything out. Yeah. This, cause that's getting so annoying to do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when I started where I'm at now, I just like my where mind you are at right now. I guess. Yeah. Where I, uh, my mind could not focus on anything for a solid, at least three months. And it was so difficult to just, like, do the task at hand and not do anything else. And, I mean, it's better now, but fuck medication, man. That stuff sucks. Yeah, absolutely, man. I like smoking weed. Yeah. Well, I think we should get you out of here. Well, I gotta smoke more weed, but you're probably right. Yeah. It's been fun having you for the second time. I appreciate you going through the effort of doing it again. <laughs> Me too, man. This one's been fun. I like this. I like this, this vape, man. Really, I like this vape too. Shout out, Sean. Shout out, Sean. See you in a couple weeks, folks. Big so, kisses. That's it for us. Love can, you. can I can I blow a quick kiss? Yeah. Okay. okay. Hit Namka. <laughs>